Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again for another Homes Alone edition. It's Sunday. November 21st, 2021, and my guests today are Daniel Koenig, Eliza Skinner, and Noel Wells. Hi. 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 Hello. <laughs> that was great. Let's meet each of you uh, individually and alphabetically, starting with uh, first-time guest on the show, I think. Um uh, definitely a comedian, also a brand new podcaster with the a podcast, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. It's half of those names. It's Danielle Koenig. Hey, Danielle. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How's Hi. it going? It's going pretty good. How are you? Is the podcast going all right? It's called How to Survive, and it sounds like you have thus far. We are we are currently surviving. Um, yeah. But we are always prepared to flee and stay calm. That's what you got to do in most dangerous situations. Yeah, the show is going great. The it, the premise is we walk you through how to survive a natural or otherwise disaster, like being held up at gunpoint or surviving a fire. And we do it with humor because we really don't know any <laughs> we don't really know what we're talking about. We just Google it and spread the yeah, word. And then we have on a, a hilarious guest who tells us how they survived. Um you know, something uh, harrowing in in the sense of embarrassing or painful without being actually life-threatening. What did you uh, talk about on the most recent episode? Well, let's see. On Oh, well, this last Tuesday, we recorded one with uh, Oscar Nunez, who you know from The Office. Yeah, he's great. And that won't air for a while because we're actually a little bit ahead. But he talked about surviving, um, living like moving to a new city with no money and how he Ooh. did that. So that was a good, and the new city was Los Angeles. So it's not easy. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, that's then, a, that's a great story. I'm sure. And a, and a terrific tease for your show that that episode is in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Got a lot of great uh, topics and guests. It's, it's been really fun. Thank you. 
I love it. I'm into it. Thank you for being here. Thanks. We've got two dangling champs with us today. That's people who have won in previous episodes and have been invited back. The first of which is, uh, <laughs> I always want to say Ned to Earth. I do not know why. <laughs> Ed to Nurse. <laughs> Earth to Ned. Head writer. Eliza Skinner. Hi, Eliza. Hi. It's good to be back. Um, good to have you back. Did you, um, how did you celebrate Disney Plus Day? Um, I, uh, I, I, you know, in the traditional way we gathered around the Disney plus tree, um, we sang the Disney plus carols and, uh, we're happy to have uh, another year of health insurance. Thanks to father Disney plus. Yeah, it's, um, it's really, they pushed really hard the other day. It was, it was like last Friday or something. Uh, but uh, it was really, um, uh, you know, Disney Plus Day, yeah, and people, uh, they gave it away for a dollar ninety nine. Pretty you can get it for a, a month for a dollar ninety nine, which clearly means that too many people are watching Disney Plus. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you did happen to grab it, go ahead and watch uh, the show that I call Earth to Ned. Um, obviously, Doug calls it Earth to Wed. Um, or birth to bed. Uh, yeah, I just can't get it. I can't get it right, even though, like, I even I mean, have it, it written says, down in front of me, and I still it says great things. To say it differently. It says great things about our naming ability that it's that memorable for you. I and think I, it's more on me. I mean, I Ned is a uh, you know. I think you nailed it with just having the name Ned in there, and I, I'm in. I'm not going to forget that. I just you. don't know, you know, who comes first, the Earth or the Ned. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and it is kind of a give and take between the two, you know, so. Uh, yeah, you, you know, know, just get, as long as you get some of the words in there, it, people are going to find things by searching on a, a, on a an app. Mm -hmm. They search a word, they find it. it is fine. It's true. Yeah. If they just look up Ned, it's going to be this show uh, and maybe also uh, Mike White in School of Rock. Yes, yeah. his name was Ned in that. Our huh. <laughs> <laughs> our second champ joining us today, defeater of Edgar Wright, no less. Whoa, it's Noel Wells. Hello, I love hearing Hi. that. I was being introduced. <laughs> as that. Can you believe you you beat Edgar Wright at his own you know, game? <laughs> yeah, I, I would say it was a fluke, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I even had questions. I had things in there that only the director of last night in Soho would would know how. And uh, you still managed to prevail. So it was quite impressive. Yes. Thank you. And, and thank you. And thank you for coming back. And uh, I expect quite a competition today. But before we get into the games today, I would like uh, the listeners I'd like to help the listeners find some quality films that they may not have seen. You know, it could be classics, could be hidden gems, could be, you know, just weird cult movies, whatever. But I'd like each of you to please recommend one movie. And as I like to do with almost everything, I will go alphabetically. We'll start with Danielle. Okay. Uh, what's the movie that you'd like to recommend? It's called Girth to Fred. <laughs> no, um, I don't, this isn't necessarily uh, a small 
a, 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 a cult movie, but I hadn't heard of it until Parasite came out. And everyone told me to see Snowpiercer. And I just saw it with my son. And it is fantastic. I just <laughs> think it's, it's, it's such a great movie. I really recommend it to anybody. Just uh, and probably right on the cusp, uh, age appropriate wise, though, it's intense. Yeah, it is intense. Yeah. Like he hasn't he's 14. He hasn't seen um, Parasite, which I think is probably gorier, <laughs> bloodier than this movie. But yeah, he's seen a lot of kind of he's seen a lot of intense stuff, so he's OK. But he, I mean, yeah. he doesn't like horror films, but he likes, you know, sort of thriller type things. I, this is a it's an intense movie it's, it's a really, really intense. I mean, it, the, the, the the setting does not stop moving literally because you're in a moving That's train what, the whole time <laughs> i said to oliver he said to me there wasn't any downtime and i said yeah it just kept moving literally and figuratively <laughs> yeah no stops chuck chugging along that movie stops are boring let's yeah. just go um, well, I, I, you might be happy to know. I don't know how well they're pulling it off, but it's continuing on as a, a TV series. This Snowpiercer. It's like oh. they're they're on like season three now. I think. Are you kidding? I'm not. I it's had stars, no idea. Uh, David Diggs and uh, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly kind of plays the Tilda Swinton figure on the train. And um, what is it yeah. on? And it's just going and going. It's on uh, TNT, I believe. Have you watched it? Is I'm it not pick? mistaken. I saw the pilot. I saw the first episode and I, you know, should have kept going, but, you know, didn't for there's just so much to watch. Yes, so many there, things. Yeah. But I did not, you know, I did not dislike it. I just, you know, I definitely wondered how, how do they keep this going? You know, yeah. like a TV series about a train that doesn't stop is that that just seems exhausting. Yeah, but, exactly. uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it looked like they had a lot of calm scenes because they have, you know, the, the, you know, of course, every train has a quiet car. Right. Um, all right, so let's go to uh, Eliza Skinner. Please recommend a movie. Um, okay. I am not sure if I've recommended this before, but I'm going to go ahead and say Sing Street. Oh, I bet you have, and I'll never tire of hearing it. <laughs> I, of course, I, of course, call it Street Sing, but, you know, whatever you call it. I love uh, your consistency. You know, that's delightful movie. It's my favorite movie musical. Most um, I, I love musicals, but most musicals I would rather watch as a live experience as a stage thing. I think that that's the musical is really like meant to be on stage. You're meant to be in the same room with people. And usually when the transfers over, you it, it doesn't do as well. This was written for uh, for for film. And it just, it gets me every time. And I love the music in it. And I love the characters. And if you haven't seen it, get into it. And I think it's great for, uh, for oh, wow, my dog is not agreeing with me. Um, I think it's great for, uh, for like teens, preteens. Um, it's a real like coming into your own, uh, having, having an identity kind of movie and creative identity. So that's sure, my pitch. Sure. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's a that's a great one. Um, the you know the young actors in that movie are starting to pop up, pop up as you know slightly older actors in in other things, and I I'm always uh, happy to see them because that that movie's so good. Plus, it's going to be a, a is it a TNT know, show also? No, it's an off Broadway musical. Like they're going to oh. do it as a, as a stage musical. So uh, okay. Might even, make it it to, <laughs> might even make it to Broadway. Yes. Well, that's another thing. I, I definitely am very critical of the movie to 
yeah. stage adaptation because you know sometimes it's just like well that didn't need a bunch of singing in it you know like yeah like when i watch tootsie i don't go this is missing a lot of singing and dancing so i'll this tell you i think the secret to a, to a movie being adapted into a musical is pick a bad movie pick a bad movie that nobody cared about anyway the original um little shop of horrors the like b horror movie. sure perfect they could do yeah. whatever they wanted with that. They can like heighten it and to, to play around with it. But yeah, Tootsie is perfect as a movie. You don't need to do anything to that. Yeah. Do, do need... Tremors instead. Why aren't you making a musical out of Tremors? Why aren't you making Lady Hawk the musical? Oh, you know, Lady come on. Hawk. I'm sure. I'm sure all everything's in development. I'm sure that there is a, a you know a movie title that people know that yeah. doesn't have a shot at being a, a Broadway show. It's, I, had, it's I had a friend. A little crazy. I had a friend who was trying to do a, a King of Kong musical at one point, and I'm, I was very excited about the idea of a documentary musical, but I, I don't know if it ever happened. Yeah, yes. and I don't, I, you know, there was a documentary about that contest where people put their hands on the car. Hands, hands on, on a hard body? body. Yeah, mm -hmm. there, that, was, that became a musical. Ah. But I think that was more about that, that particular event, like in with fictional characters, and it wasn't like specifically based on the doc. So there wasn't like a snicker bar uh, song in there? <laughs> I don't know. I never saw it, but I wanted to see it. Oh my gosh. It sounded interesting. There's, you know? Yeah, one of the guys in it like survives the whole thing by his secret is having Snickers bars. And he's just like, you know, when I start getting down, I have a Snickers bar. It's, it's oh, yeah, yeah, in the movie. In the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay. right. So you yeah, did see yeah. that. I mean, I didn't see the Broadway show, so I don't know if they included the Snickers bars or if they had to, like, you know, maybe get a tie in with somebody else. You know how like M&M's missed out on yes. E.T. because they saw, yeah. thought, thought it sounded like, why would we want that disgusting monster eating our candy? Yeah, maybe that maybe they added Reese's Cups to <laughs> the Hands on a Heart Body musical. <laughs> I prefer them. Anyway, uh, that's a great recommendation. Noelle Wells, what would you like to recommend? Hello. Um, I Hello. just... Hello, I'm, I'm back. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would like to recommend this French New Wave film that I loved as a kid called Small Change by Francois Truffaut. Wow. I just got, I, um, I just remembered it this week because I found a book adaptation of the film, which, you know, it's always funny <laughs> when a movie gets made and then they, they translate the book or they like transcribe it into a book, but Francois Truffaut did it. So it was very charming and it made me, it like kind of gives you a, like the, I guess I'm also now re recommending this book, <laughs> but <laughs> it gives you like oh, an no, inside so idea. much homework. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you an inside idea of like what the movie was about, but it's, it's like um, several stories about children and childhood and they all sort of intersect and it's just a really delightful film yeah because it's a bunch of uh french kids running around speaking in french right yeah they're french it's adorable very adorable there's very something sweet. about that the, any european accent on a on a little little kid i can't i can't get over it it's amazing sophisticated <laughs> but funny they yeah exactly a, they can get away with a lot like they can mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah they just already have just a naturally spicy excited you know it's an accent so it's like already uh uh foreign you know at least to us but uh that movie i remember i haven't seen it in forever but i remember liking it uh, when i was younger because you know if you're into movies, you really get like beat over the head with how, you know, Truffaut is so important. And I, I have to say of all the 
you know, kind of film school filmmakers, he's the one that, you know, I tend to enjoy his stuff more than, than some of the other ones that get a lot of play, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got three S titles. That's the first thing I see in common here. <laughs> uh, Snowpiercer, Sig Street, it's small change. That's, that's a interesting group of movies. I recommend you bang them all out in the same day if you can. Because that, that's an emotional roller coaster <laughs> yeah, right there. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for visiting Recommendation Nation. It's time to play some games. After the break, of course, we'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. We are back and we're going to play a new game that I came up with the other day because I you know, started a internet argument that I thought was interesting. Um, there's some people out there that love the Green Mile. There's some people out there that love Shawshank Redemption. And there's a lot of people out there that love both of them because they love really long prison movies. <laughs> uh, it's not my genre of choice, but uh, I decided to come up with a game called The Green Mile Redemption to see if people know the difference between oh The God. Green Mile and Shawshank oh Redemption. I'm already so confused. <laughs> I haven't seen either since they came out. <laughs> right, but you did see them, right? They're yes. big movies. Uh, like, yes, I saw them. I saw them. It was people are almost like forced to see them, like almost like a, like they were sentenced to yes. uh, to watch these movies. And in the yeah. case of Shawshank, there I don't, I don't I hardly ever meet a man who doesn't think it's one of the best movies ever made. I was about to say a fun game is to um, to to tell men that you love Shawshank and that, that movie about like inventing toys in like a. <laughs> The tw- the thirties or forties, right? With Tim Robbins, it's so oh, great. right, <laughs> yeah. Or just any kind of just just not right thing about Shawshank, <laughs> or say that you saw it and you were like, eh, they really can't handle that. <laughs> now, but now I can't think of the actual name of that Tim Robbins movie. Well, oh, Hudsucker, Hudsucker Proxy. Proxy. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> it's, I it's saw much the Hudsucker more feminine choice. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, it's. Uh, this is not an easy game. Uh, that's why it's the first game. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I'll say something about one of these movies or neither of these movies. So each answer you give will either be uh, Shawshank Redemption, Green Mile, or neither. Uh, we'll start with Danielle. If she misses, 
the first question, it goes to Eliza, and then she misses, it goes to uh, Noel, who should be able to figure out by process of elimination <laughs> if it gets that far. So you could, some people could get points just by uh, lucking out and being, uh, being absurd. Here's the first one, Danielle. Okay. Which one, uh, Shawshank Redemption, Green Mile, or neither, has a character in it named Toot Toot? <laughs> I'm gonna say Shawshank. <laughs> I'm gonna say Shawshank. You're going Shawshank Redemption. Feels yeah. like it's got a Toot Toot in it. Yeah. I'm sorry to say uh. that is incorrect. There's no toot toot that I'm aware of in Shawshank Redemption. So we go to Eliza. Is that a character in Green Mile or is that something I made up? Something that's in neither? Um, I, I'll say Green Mile. I don't remember much about it. <laughs> oh, my God. The prophecy I just explained has come true. <laughs> if, no. uh, if, uh, oh, you're welcome, Noelle. Can remember the two answers um. that have happened thus far, she gets the point. Uh, <laughs> two, two. Is it? Is it oh, unless she is really it, doubles uh, down on our answers, you know, challenges you want. <laughs> you know, I'm sure in some prison somewhere there's a two, two, uh, but I would say neither. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I screwed up. I have, let's go backwards. <laughs> Wait, what? Eliza was right. Eliza Aha! got it right. I was so Wait, really. To, to, yeah, I was I, I, I was like, I don't know what confused me, but uh, <laughs> but it Maybe is, just the fact is a that there's a character named Tutu in a real there man. There is a character named Tutu yeah. in the Green Mile. I mostly All of us love, are skeptical. I love that everyone listening that loves these movies is enraged right now. Oh. That, uh, Fumes. That I was wrong for a moment there about it. And because Tutu's probably a beloved character. He's played by Harry Dean Stanton. He's not the mouse? Oh. I know, right? The mouse should be tutu, but uh, I guess Harry Dean Stan was tutu. Um, all right. <laughs> so that means apologies to Noel, but you got to go first in this next round. All right, uh, I'm cause, ready. Because Eliza got the point. All right, here we go. And Noel misses it, then Danielle gets a shot, et cetera. Okay. Okay. Uh, here it is. <laughs> Which movie or neither used the tagline your dreams can't be imprisoned. Oh, uh, that's Shawshank Redemption. I love your confidence. <laughs> oh, no. In, in, incorrect. <laughs> At least for now, I might change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Danielle. What do you think, Danielle? I'm going to say neither. You know what? You figured that out. That's yeah. correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm a little too cutesy. I mean, you should see the real ones. They're pretty, uh, pretty much combination of those words. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, pretty similar. Uh, <laughs> no bars could hold his faith. Yeah, exactly. Faith it, they, yeah. they are rough. They're, so they, they get some rough <laughs> taglines sometimes. But, uh, but you sniffed out that uh, lie. So you get a point. And we're back to Eliza for round three. This is, this is for the win, Eliza, if you could figure this one out. Okay. Uh, one received, I should say, one or received two Oscars. The winner of two Oscars. Is it Shawshank, Green Mile, or neither? Shawshank. 
I'm sorry, but that is incorrect. It really would have worked out on a date with someone I didn't like. That uh, that would have been a great response, <laughs> that answer. Right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they'll tell you about how it deserves Oscars. It deserves mm-hmm. all the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Every category, even makeup, yeah. even animation, which wasn't yeah. even a category well, yet. The, a little known thing is for one day uh, shooting, they all decided to play switch them up and play each other's characters. And the makeup department made that work. That's what you see in the film. <laughs> in Shawshank. They, yeah. they definitely got snubbed then. Yeah. Um, Noel, what do you think? You can make this oh, a three-way it? tie if you get this right. Well, I think it, I mean, I think Green Mile won two Oscars, maybe more, but <laughs> I'm wrong. I mean, I think I'd say exact. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. You're right. You might have, you might have figured something out there that might have been more, but uh, uh, you're going with Green Mile? Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> I should have won all the Oscars as well. Yeah. Toot <laughs> Danielle. Now all hang right. on, Noel. You, you never know for sure if you're right or wrong. So you give me some time to think about it. But let's uh, let's move on to Danielle. Do you? Uh, all right. Which I'm one gonna, is left? I'm gonna venture and say neither. Yeah, neither is uh, not only correct, but. Um, with seven nominations, Shawshank went home empty-handed, Ugh. and Green Mile got four nominations and zero wins. Oh, those poor incels! Yeah, can't yeah. Can't win one. Mm-mm. No, that's why they hate the Oscars. The, the yeah. Oscars don't reward prison movies enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't and reward don't, comedies, and they don't reward prison movies. I've always yeah. Thought. Yeah, yeah, don't get them started about Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah, Oscars right. so um, free and not imprisoned famous <laughs> hashtag oscar is so civilian what's the word yes. for being not a prisoner? yeah <laughs> i mean how many oscars should the rock have won i'm gonna say all of them i'm gonna say they won none i was on a plane the other day and the person next to me was watching jungle cruise and the person in front of them was watching jumanji and i just kind of high-fived the rock in my head it was like look at you go man look at you go he really is killing it. I like right? the movie The Rock because it's a prison movie. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. No, it's fine. I'm just always ready to talk about The Rock, the man, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Is this, is this like the Mandela effect? And like yes. everybody remembers The Rock in these movies. Like he was for sure in Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, again, the makeup department, they make it magic. You don't even know. You have to. That's why you have to stay and watch the credits. You know, in his more subtle acting roles where he doesn't raise the eyebrow, you don't recognize him. He doesn't do the signature eyebrow raise all the time. But I was glad to see he managed to get it into Moana. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> the animators knew to do that. Uh, they also made his boobs bounce, probably. He loves to do that. Him and Terry Crews, yeah. they get their boobs out. They just start bouncing like they can't stop them. Right. It's yeah. wild. Yeah, it's like get we get it. it. Make something else bounce, you know? Right? So like, many what things. Else, what else can so you do? So many things could bounce. It's crazy. Um, so... Danielle won that game, but uh, I was going to say just for the fun of it that, uh, you know, because I'm never going to play this game again, that the tiebreaker um, 
I was wondering if anybody knew this one. Uh, the tiebreaker was based on a Stephen King novella. Yeah, that's Green Mile. Green Mile. See, that's no, where... that's no, it's Shawshank. Shawshank is uh, the novella, and Green Mile was a serialized. Oh. Um, I don't know why I did this, but yeah, it was like like <laughs> yeah. serialized releases. Oh, yeah. is that why? I win the Dork Award for the game, I think. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> so it. Okay, but if you put all those serialized things together, they would have been a novella, but he didn't release it that way? Uh, I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know what they, I don't how, think it what they all novella, add up to. To be a novella, I think it has to be shorter than a novel. So once yeah. he's telling the same story over four different installments, then I think it becomes something else. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I think it. I know that they just say based on a novel when it comes to like Green Mile being, you know, because I think Frank Darabont was uh, nominated for the screenplay for both those. That's the one weird thing about it is the movies are, even though they're both in prison, they're and they're both period dramas. One has like mystical stuff in it, the other one doesn't. But they're both strangely, to me, directed by Frank Darabont, which is another huh. reason to get them both confused. Is that they're even made by the same guy? I feel like a, a Stephen King movie not directed by Frank Darabont in a certain <laughs> range of years is the more remarkable thing. He did so many. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, one of the big holes in my you know, especially it's the only Stephen King adaptation I probably haven't seen. I never saw The Mist. I was about to say that's the best one. Oh my gosh, Doug, what a treat. You I have know, a real everybody treat. Everybody raves about it. And especially there's a lot of focus on how it ends. And I still to this day yes. don't know how it ends. And wow. the secret's still there. So I just got to see it. I just got to get it done. Yeah, you're standing in a really precarious place. I'm, I'm glad you still don't know what the ending is, but. See yeah, it before something happens, and I'm gonna watch shattered. it before this episode gets released later tonight because somebody's <laughs> gonna jump on on my socials and ruin it immediately. Oh yeah, it's I mean it hits all the Stephen <laughs> King heights. It's you got the weird lady, the weird religious stuff, the monsters. You're gonna have fun. Sorry, didn't mean to take a tangent. No, that's cool. I, one thing that kind of uh, always weighs down Stephen King adaptations, I feel is that he gives people such improbable weird names that are hard to say and weird for actors to say. Hmm. <laughs> uh, like not, as bad as, not as bad as some other. No, that was a good... <laughs> Carrie White, was the, that was the most simple name. You picked the perfect one. Know, right. Danny Torrance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Danny Torrance isn't too crazy, but he's got some um, weird ones, especially when he... Any yeah. character that's like, you know up to something as a really weird name you know are you are you thinking of cute little baby fire starter because that was a weird name right why would they yeah. call a baby fire starter like at least wait for it to start some fires yeah it kind of gave the whole thing but i mean that was also the title without the cute little baby part but yeah yeah so when heather locklear's oven mitts catch on fire uh in the first you know incident where they realize their daughter is a uh a cute little baby fire starter. A, a, a fire starter. <laughs> I was like trying to think of a it's word for Drew fire Barrymore. starter. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is. It, it is. is Drew Barrymore. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. It's, it's not. during her partying era. <laughs> yeah, she was nine. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I met her outside of the uh, Roxy, I think it was, like at a Sam Kinison show when she was like, you know, this a is... teenager. It was brutal. That's perfect. That's yeah. a perfect Hollywood story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the elements are there. <laughs> I mean, I just like Nikki six needs to have high fived you and that's about it. <laughs> 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 
I was probably also wearing like a long coat like Sam Kinison wore. It was, <laughs> it was a sad time, but uh, I got through it. I survived. And um, uh, it's time for another break, actually. And then we're going to play our last uh, and more important game of the day that will determine our winner. And we'll do that right after this. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back, and uh, that's so funny you said that during the break, Eliza. Let's play uh, a game that I'm super excited about. It's called Filmily Feud. It's like Family Feud, but I cleverly changed the word family to Filmily, and I polled people about film, sort of film-related questions, and uh, the three of you have to guess what the top answers are in each question. Uh, we got three rounds, so everyone's going to get a chance to go first. Okay. And all you got to do is I'll name the options. You know, this is a kind of a twist on Family Feud in that I'll tell you what all the choices are, and then you just guess which one got the highest percentage. We'll start with Danielle because she won that first game, and then we'll go to Eliza and then to Noel. Can I and, ask uh, something before we start? Please. Who are these people you surveyed? Were they like like civilians or were they like industry folk? Well, it's much like, it's much like when you watch. Are they inmates or? (laughs) Were you in Hollywood Highlands with a clipboard? (laughs) (laughs) When you watch Family Feud, you often ask yourself that question. Who were those people? Yes. Because some of the answers get so odd sometimes. And and then, you know, two people will have said some weird answer. But um, it's just, uh, I just do it on Twitter. I just uh, you know okay. use, use the poll function on Twitter and then uh, and then helps. You know, okay. write down the percentages after I get over a hundred votes. Uh, so we'll start with Danielle and the question I wrote is just two words: best babysitter? Question mark. Okay. And the options are Steve Buscemi, Crispin Glover, Jackie Earl Haley, or Boo Radley. So we have one fictional character right? and three live actors who have played characters you would never leave with your yes. children. Speaking of, oh no, that's Con Air, not The Rock. Um, <laughs> okay, What's Con so, Air been in? So, okay, so it was Steve Buscemi, Jackie Earl Haley, um, Boo Radley, Crispin, and who was, who was the Crispin second Glover, one? Crispin, Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. Or uh, Boo Radley. I'm just going to go with my gut. And my gut Oh, no, now I feel like people are going to say, my gut says Steve Buscemi. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, Eliza, what do you think? John Turturro. No, uh, I'm kidding. Boo Radley. I mean, I'm sure he probably would have got some as a write-in vote. Uh, but I, I even block it so that people can't re- respond. Like, I only get the pure data. Yeah. I don't get people. I don't get people adding. But what about this guy? That's also terrible. <laughs> well, yeah. Kevin Bacon played him a list. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't put Kevin Bacon in because he's he's risen above it. He's played a child molester more than once, and he nobody minds. He has more than once. Yeah, yeah. There's the well, woodsman, can... and yeah. 
And the guy uh, in Footloose. And, yes, yes. And actually three times, the guy in, in Tremors also. Yeah. I just don't show it, but you can, oh. it's implied, I think. Yeah. No, those worms are mad for a reason. <laughs> yeah, it's vengeance. <laughs> okay, so which one did you pick, Eliza? Uh, Boo Radley. Okay. And that, Noelle, that leaves for you either Jack, your uh, or Crispin Glover. Crispin, guys? I would never leave my child with Crispin Glover. <laughs> that seems reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the results may shock you. Uh, you all dodged the, the uh, Jackie Earl Haley uh, bullet, as it were, because he only got 8% of the vote. Uh, coming in next was Crispin Glover with 11%. <laughs> so, Noel, you're on the board with 11 points. Eliza's Boo Radley got 17% of the vote. <sighs> and that leaves a whopping, and he seems like a perfectly nice guy, a whopping. Yeah. Maybe that's why they picked him. Maybe he truly would be of those four. Seems yeah. like the best babysitter. Uh, you know, he was a firefighter for a while. Okay. Uh, Steve Buscemi got 64 percent wow wait i got confused though so the question was who would you leave your child with no the question was best babysitter oh totally steve buscemi that'd be awesome <laughs> <laughs> See, i mean radley was a nice guy right he didn't scout hung out he shoes yeah, cast I think badly he... i mean it'd be the best for you is deciding to meet him but i but in terms of best like we would he truly do a better job than these other guys i don't yeah. know like boo radley would certainly not put a lot of dumb ideas in their head because he never says anything mm-hmm. you know so he'd be good <laughs> yeah <laughs> you might see the uh speaking of uh, broadway i might see the to kill a mockingbird with jeff daniels oh is that uh, back is, that's the uh the aaron sorkin one yeah he came back to it it's the highest grossing play you know without music uh on broadway Familiar. ever in in history of broadway Wow. And Aaron so Sorkin Jeff Daniels directed is, uh, it or adapted he wrote it? it? He adapted he, it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that yeah, sounds he wrote ponderous. Stage version. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wrote the stage yeah. version and he makes the audience wander up and down hallways right. to watch the actors <laughs> talk. Um, okay. So um, <laughs> Danielle's in the lead, but, you know, it's still anybody's game. I've done the math and it still could work out in anybody's no favor. Way. She's slaughtering us. First timer murdering two. Uh, I was so, n- I know, I'm so nervous. Two champs going down today. All right, Eliza, this is your chance to go first and steal those big points. The next thing I asked was best gardener. That's the whole question, best gardener. And I gave him the options. Chance the gardener, the constant gardener, James Garner, or Garfield the cat. Oh, dang. I was really hoping there would be a Rick Moranis in there. Um, I'm going to go with Garfield just because, you know, that's sort of my tactic. Like, you fill in the C on any kind of standardized test, I pick Garfield if he's there. Okay. All right. Noel, what do you think? Chance the gardener from being there, played by the great Peter Sellers. Constant Gardner, which was uh, Ray Fines, I guess, right? Right. Uh, he was constantly gardening. I mean, what a. What a if I gardening's mean, your personality, you got a problem. Yeah, that does make it sound like you're good at it. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're just you're doing it all the time because you can't get it right. Mm. Yeah. Or James Garner, the late, great James Garner. Well, you know, yeah, just like a constant gardener, you're going to overtill the soil. You got to leave the garden alone. And 
you know, Chance the Gardener got him pretty, he got, he got pretty far just knowing like one or two things about gardening. (laughs) So I took Chance. (laughs) You going to take a chance on Chance? I'm totally taking a chance. Take a chance, take a chance, (laughs) take a chance. That song, that ABBA song, I was listening to it the other day and they really in the backup just go, take a chance, take a chance, take it. They they must say it a million times. Like that must be the most exhausting, uh, backup vocal work ever um who's up next me danielle Danielle. Danielle. i'm gonna go for garner uh james garner james garner Garner. all right that's an excellent choice isn't it chauncey gardner or is that the joke like his name is chauncey gardner but they think his name is chance the gardener is that it did yes. I just make all that up? No. No, his name is Chauncey Gardner, and then they uh, they think he's Chance the Gardener when Got he it. shows up and doesn't know what's going on. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. And then everything he says, they all, everybody thinks was brilliant. It's it's yeah. a uh, <laughs> it's a banger. Um, <laughs> something nobody's ever said about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> likes to watch. Oh, the being there, what a banger. Um, okay. <laughs> Because also that's that's also one of the funny things about his career is that because he was playing comedic roles for the most part, he was like brilliant all the time, but, you know, ne- didn't really win Oscars. And then, you know, finally gets recognized for being there where, again, an amazing performance, but he barely even moves or speaks. Uh, <laughs> you know? I mean, you could say it's his scent of a woman. Um, oh, my God. Oh. Hoo ha. All right. Yeah. Here are the results. Uh, you avoided the uh, worst one again. The constant gardener received a mere 14% of the vote. Um, but then coming in next was Chance the Gardener with uh, 21%. So Noel gets 21 more points for a total of 32. And uh, above that was James Gardner with 23% of the vote. Uh, giving Danielle a total of 87 and Garfield the cat got 42 percent nice my man best best gardener I've never seen that cat garden at all but uh <laughs> why can't he do though you know you gotta assume I and also he thought, chews I the thought... grass and spits it out and that's like his version of uh not unless you have lasagna grass <laughs> I mean, am I right? right? That's a good point. And it's and it's not a Monday. Yeah. I thought yeah, I thought Garfield though overall was on kind of a downswing. I didn't know he was still, you know, more popular than all these other gardeners. Um <laughs> He's he's never gonna lose, you know. Yeah. All he's, right. He's so, in all Chris us. Pratt's bringing him back, so <laughs> I, I don't I don't even <laughs> <laughs> So this this next Garfield's going to be everybody's animated or is it going to be the same thing again with just Garfield's animated? No idea. I think maybe it might be all animated this next time. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Brecken Meyer's up to, but he might be available. Um, all right. So I think it's a close game. Noel might not agree, but I think. <laughs> no, this is yeah. how it was the last game with me. At, I, I pulled up at the very end, so. Uh oh. Okay. Oh, All right. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Right <laughs> The last. You know, there's no negative points, so there. So uh, you know, everybody wins. Um, let's start. 
now with uh, oh, and Noel gets to go first this round. You're in the right. you're in the catbird seat. My third question I put out to the nice folks was best car washer. Mm. Best car washer. And the options I gave them were Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> <laughs> Eraser Head, <laughs> the, the Goonies, or oh. Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh my God. What was the last one? Al Pacino. So oh, so best. <laughs> Of all those groups and people who, uh, <laughs> one of them I identify as they, but who out of all of these, who, uh, who, who is the Hoo-ha. best, who's the best car washer? Who was, who was the second one again? Eraserhead. David you know, Lynch's Eraserhead. You know, as much, here, I'm just going to walk you through my thought process. Okay. I love it. <laughs> My gut says Eraserhead. <laughs> just he, just in his name alone, he seems like he could get things clean. <laughs> Even though I'm not sure, like skill set wise, uh, Goonies. You know, a bunch of kids washing your car could could be great and efficient. Could make it worse. And uh, Al Pacino <laughs> washing your car. I mean, that would just be amazing. <laughs> and I did just see. I just went to the premiere of House of Gucci, and he still has it. He's got it. He was dancing. He put on a show, I think. But I would have to go. I think I'm going to go with the racer head. Sort of a magic eraser head. Magic eraser head. Yes. We'll take the paint right off your car, though. <laughs> I'm just stuck on the Al Pacino dancing part. Like, was it? Was it? Delightful or cringy or a combo? Was it a TikTok dance or more freestyle? It was more just like he, it almost felt like he didn't know where where he was, but was really oh, no. just enjoying life. Oh, no, <laughs> no, in the best way possible. Kind of like he's on a different plane, and where he's at, he's having a good time. Where am I? Like <laughs> 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 confused and happy about it. Oh my god! Uh, all right, well, good for Al. Um, Al Pacino is your I just wanted Sorry, I hadn't really head. gotten to you know put in my two cents throughout this show so I just wanted, Sorry. <laughs> I wanted to spice up my answer <laughs> I do love it. anytime there's a show business story behind an answer I love it um, <laughs> but it's not you know it's not required okay so <laughs> Danielle uh, you you get to yeah. choose between who's the best car washer, Edward Scissorhands, the Goodies, or El Pacino. All right, my thought process is that I don't think your followers necessarily buy the truckload know a racer head. It mm. might just be a little too old for them. I know it's like you know a cult classic and all. So I'm gonna say Al Pacino. Good, because uh, Noelle already took a racer head. <laughs> right. I was just... Yeah, that worked out perfectly. thought you guys should know my thought process. <laughs> yeah, everybody has to explain. <laughs> Sorry. Here's why I wouldn't pick that one that I can't, I can't be picking. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. But that was... I mean, I, I, mean, I, I threw in Edward Scissorhands because I honestly thought... You know, and I'm not trying to give away the results here, but I just thought, you know, this is a beloved character. Same with the Goonies. Like, I just feel like yeah, sometimes things are well so be beloved that people throw people throw aside their logic and they just pick the thing they love the most. And so now I'm realizing that's probably why Garfield 
uh, one and also probably true of Steve Buscemi as well. He's very lovable. Yeah. But um, we've only got two options for Eliza mm-hmm. and they are Edward Scissorhands or the Goonies. Um, well, I am going to pick, um, I feel like with, with Edward Scissorhands, you know, obviously there's the, he has scissors for hands issue. Right. And so obviously we're, we're all thinking like they would rust up. That wouldn't be good. He, how, how clean can he get a car when his hands are all rusty? Um, and the Goonies, fun Hollywood insider fact, uh, there was there's a scene that's been cut from the Goonies where they're all where they all wash a car together. And when they did it, um, Spielberg would not show them the car until actually shooting that scene so that they would get like that surprised about the car. And like you could see the real like emotion from them. So it seems to me that they have some experience with washing cars. So I'm picking them. All right. <laughs> that was an exciting answer from an exciting player. Trying to give you that uh, Hollywood insider, you know? That's mm-hmm. I love it. I'm tallying up the uh the numbers. Wow. <laughs> this is exciting. So close. Um Edward Scissorhands, you, you you all figured that one out, 14%. Strangely, quite strangely, even less for Eraserhead. <laughs> no. At, at, at 13%. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, the name recognition issue probably is the deal there. <laughs> but I also feel like if you want something clean, that someone whose eraser is in their yes! name or their head is an eraser, seems like that would be a, a good way to go. Those those uh, Mr. Clean eraser sponge things are great. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm sorry, Noel, but thank you for being here today. Thank and, you for having uh, me. And we'll do some, we'll do your plugs in a second. Um, coming in next was our, our uh, everybody's friend, the dancing fool, Al Pacino, <laughs> with 32% of the vote. That brings Danielle to a total of 119 points, if my math is correct. And then the Goonies was number one as best car washer. I would think Chunk would like, you know, his sponge would be like white bread with some Nutella on it. But <laughs> Good uh, <one. laughs> they went 41% in Ugh. on the Goonies washing their car. Nice. <laughs> Maybe they just want to see the truffle shuffle in person. Um, but that guy's, a, a, you I know, mean, a thin adult now. Imagine all of Data's like gadgets for car washing. Come on. I mean, there's lots of reasons to argue in favor, especially when the competition was an old man, a guy with scissors <laughs> <for> hands, <laughs> and, and whatever the hell Eraserhead's supposed to be. But Eliza only managed to get up to uh, an impressive, but still not enough, 100 points. So Danielle Dang. is our winner today. Wow. Congratulations to Danielle Koenig. You get to uh, return on the show as soon as we can possibly work it out uh, scheduling wise. And you also get to go first with your uh, plugs today. What would you like to plug? Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. This was a blast. It was my first time and it was it was great. It was great to meet uh, you ladies. And um, I just would like to plug my podcast, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Uh, it's like I said, it, the focus is comedy, but you may also learn a thing or two, but, uh, 
it's uh, you know available wherever you can get podcasts. And it's safe for me to assume that you can't be in uh, New York uh, this Sunday, next Sunday, rather. I cannot this be in Sunday. New York this Sunday. No. Yeah, I didn't think you'd be able to make it. You've got to show your child more horrible movies that are <laughs> age inappropriate. <laughs> Uh, but we will have you back on uh, on Zoom or otherwise one way or another sometime very soon as a uh, as an ongoing champion. You did it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but we have to also uh, let these other players have their say. It's not all about you, Danielle. I know. Uh, Eliza Skinner, what would you like to plug? My album regarding my lovers, it's it, what a great Christmas gift, you know, if you like me or comedy, uh, that, that that's a great gift for you. If you if you don't like women um, or, or female comedians, what a great gag gift. Right. <laughs> Give it to your uncle. He, he'll love hating it. Um, yeah, it's called regarding my lovers on a special thing records. Yeah, go ahead and pick up uh, Hannah Gadsby while you're at it. And, uh, you know, just a bunch of uh, lady comics and put them in a nice bow. And it's a perfect uh, Christmas or holiday, I should say, because I don't know about you, but I'm waging a war on Christmas. Uh, so I call it I call it holiday day. Oof, um, so vicious. <laughs> now I have to change the name of my 12 guests of Christmas show now that I've made this bold uh, move to calling it Holiday Day. Um, who's well, next? guests of the war on Christmas. Right? Noelle Wells. Hi. Uh, I don't have anything new to plug, so maybe you can watch the show, the animated show that just finished its second season, Star Trek Lore Decks. It's on Paramount+. Ooh. Plus. Me. And uh, I have an album. It's called It's So Nice, but it came out a couple of years ago. But you can still buy it. And I'll ship it to you. I hand package it. I put stickers in it. It's always very fun. I have like 10 in my, <laughs> I have 10 that I'm dropping off at the post office tomorrow. So make me do more work, please. Yeah, get on it. This will, uh, you know, this will come out later this evening. So uh, people should be hearing this in time to, to make, make it into your next batch. Yeah. <laughs> Get into her next order. You'll have it in, uh, what do you think, by, by Thanksgiving? Uh, no, you'll have it right after Thanksgiving. So you'll following. have it by right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> whatever, that, whatever that is. Yeah, it, it'll arrive on Black Friday, I'm sure, because uh, all the packages, they all arrive on that day, right? Yes. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> I don't get involved. Um, thank you to all of you. I've got... One big plug, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right. The 12 guests of Christmas after, a, you know, a break from last year is back at the Gramercy Theater in New York City. Please bring some uh, Christmassy or holiday day uh, style donuts or any kind of donuts because we, we haven't thrown some donuts into the crowd for a while. And uh, that was always fun to do. It'd be fun to bring that back. Uh, that's this Sunday at 8 o'clock. 12 amazing guests on stage. But thank you again to all of my guests. And <laughs> as always, I hope to see my friend and shake his hand. I hope the Pacific is as blue as it has been in my dreams. I hope. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in.